The president on December 1st, 2014, announced the, uh, the creation of the task force on 21st century policing. And uh, a group of law enforcement officers, uh, representatives of rank-and-file law enforcement, academics, civil rights activists, and youth uh, like Brittany Packnett, uh, came together. And in uh, really 90 days, they went around the country and spoke to people. Uh, they received hundreds of written submissions and came up with 59 concrete, common-sense recommendations to help to address what are some, some serious concerns in many communities about police-community relations. And these recommendations covered everything from building trust and legitimacy to policy and oversight, technology and social media, community policing and crime reduction, training and education, and officer safety and wellness. And the president on Monday during his trip to Camden um, announced that the, the final report, that the report was final, uh, and that that is now available to, to everybody uh, to take a look at. And, and more importantly, and this is what the president really wants people to do, to use it. Uh, this is a report, again, that has a, a diverse group of stakeholders, individuals who are impacted by the way policing happens in this country, saying these are the things that should be done uh, to repair police and community relations. I mean, we know that police have uh, very difficult jobs, very dangerous jobs, challenging jobs. At the same time, we in the community uh, need to know that we can trust uh, the officers that are out there. We want to know that they are as well-trained as possible, that they know the difference between a, a, a just a regular interaction with the public and what is a very dangerous, a potentially very dangerous interaction. We want to know that, that they are trained, they have the policies, they have the support, they have the supervision, um, and that when things aren't done right, that there is accountability, um, and we want to make sure all of those things happen, and we want to make sure that they're being transparent and, and as transparent as possible. And so they have 59 recommendations, and what the president has asked us here in the White House to do and is asking pretty much everyone to do is to take this document Take it to your mayor, take it to your city council, take it to your sheriff, take it to your police chief, take it to the elected officials, the law enforcement officials in your community, and say, are we doing these things? And if we aren't doing these things, why aren't we doing these things? Because these are the kinds of things that are going to really change policing. And, and we've seen a dramatic impact uh, uh, from people who are taking these, things, taking these recommendations on. We know that the International Association of Chiefs of Police did a webinar in which 700 different law enforcement agencies joined to learn about these recommendations. We know that the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives, NOBLE, uh, is going to be doing a series of, of convenings around the country to bring together youth and police to, to really iron out their issues face-to-face. -face. Uh, we know that the Leadership Conference on Civil Rights and Human Rights uh, also did a webinar to talk about what they could do uh, with this report uh, and how it should be used. Uh, we know that cities like Philadelphia have created a task force to look into all of these recommendations. Camden, New Jersey has done something similar, where they're going to go through these recommendations, recommendation by recommendation, um, to find out if they are doing these things, and if they're not doing these things, why not? And body-worn cameras is just one piece of it. And, and, and what the president said about body-worn cameras in a speech that he gave um, a, a while ago is he said, People aren't making it up. For years and years, people have talked about interactions that they've had with the police that have not gone the way that they should. 
and no one has really had any insight into what those interactions have been because there were not cameras on it. Now, more and more we're seeing personal cameras and iPhones and things like that that are, are capturing what is happening there. But why shouldn't we know um, all the time what is happening when the police are interacting with the people in the community? And we know for a fact, based on the research that is out there, and that's part of uh, the research that is in the body-worn camera toolkit, we know for a fact that people on both sides of the camera behave better when they know that that camera is there. So we know that the individuals who the police are interacting with are going to behave better, and we know that the police officers are going to know that there's a camera there that is watching what they're doing. And again, this is not in any way an indictment on the men and women who choose to protect and serve in our communities around the country. It is absolutely not an indictment, but it is a way where they're going to be able to get rid of false accusations against them, where when there are accusations against them, we will all have some insight into it. But at the end of the day, it's not about the cameras. It's about us learning how to trust our police officers and our police officers learning how to trust our communities. So with that, I will, uh, I will head back to David, and I'll be available for a question or two afterward.